Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Attention nerds. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to a Saturday. That's right. If you're listening to the day this show's uploaded... It is a Saturday. This episode is number 1,229. Right next to me is... Jamie! I got one name! Jamie! Hello, everybody! Hello, everybody! 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 everybody. <laughs> Hi! Hi there. I am your host, Patrick Riley. <gasps> you diabolical beast! That... That is me. I am that diabolical beast. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the Saturday Cartoon Edition. That's right, uh, because, you know, cartoons just, they don't happen like they used to. Right, Kimmy, when uh, you were growing up? And those, yeah. I mean, you know, people like, That's uh, right. people even 30 years older than us uh, experience cartoons, you know, for uh, Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. And then really uh, late 80s, I think, was when it really started to fade away. Uh, yeah. And gone, you know? I wish yeah. somebody, one of the retro channels would bring them back. I know there's probably all kinds of you know, uh, rights that are involved with that. But that'd be really cool if somebody could do that or would do that or could negotiate that. Mm -hmm. You know, have classic Saturday morning, you know, shows. And maybe carry it into Sunday, too. You know, do like the... Do the 60s on, uh, you know, 60s on Saturday and maybe the 70s on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, you, That's uh, a great idea. You're with me on this one. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and it, boy, that I, I'd hate to work out the logistics of it, but wouldn't that be fun, you know, working out the entire thing if they could? You know, you'd have maybe all the networks things running, mm-hmm. you know, from, you know, what was on ABC, CBS, NBC, you know, it'd be kind of And really- throw in some retro um, commercials. Oh, well, of course. You know, this is an idea. Perhaps we can do that in an upcoming convention if one of our promotional uh, you know, promoters are really interested in it. We could do a cartoon highlight kind of panel and oh, yeah. just uh, do those kind of things and some trivia with it. Mm-hmm. And and the commercials, because I have quite a few of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we can put those together. Yeah. You know, if anybody's interested in that, contact the Riley and Kimmy show. That could be kind of fun. At an upcoming, uh, you know, event uh, mm-hmm. that we're doing, we could do that, you know, that Saturday morning weekend rewind or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I, I'm liking that. Me too. You know, and I think that would be fun, wouldn't it, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Talking about the cartoons. Yeah. Getting people interacting with them, what their favorites were. That'd be and, great. And one of the really cool things is we would be introducing to a new generation some of these cartoons their parents and even grandparents and maybe grand great grandparents grew up with mm-hmm. think about that mm-hmm. and they might even kind of like some of them and some of the you know anime that goes way way back oh yeah. i just can't wait i already want to do this so if one of our show promoter friends is listening to this let's make this a, a happening mm-hmm. right not what's happening but let's make this a happening Right. Kind of a good idea, don't you think? Mm-hmm. And by the way, speaking of events, now, this is not in stone, meaning everything that's going to be happening in 2017, this is definitely fluid. It is a river. It is flowing. 
It is changing and twisting. Not uh, removing things that are there in the future, but adding to it. We have an event page right on our website, and our web address is... RileyandKimmy.com. Kimmy, I have a question for you on this Saturday cartoon alternative kind of day. You being our uh, living, breathing cartoon... Are you willing and able to play Nerd and Pop Culture Geek Trivia? Yes, sir. Good. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I wonder what's going on here. Are we on a ship or something? Are, are you saluting? A, a, aye, aye. Uh, aye. Aye, aye, Captain. You know, the way my one eye is, I just will put a patch on and I can be Captain. You know. Aye. Yeah. You know, maybe I should do that for the upcoming free comic book day. Just go. As a matter of fact, you know, I think I might. Kimmy, I think we need to get me a pirate hat at least, and I can wear my patch. Mm. And, you know, and, well, you know, the eye thing, you mm-hmm. know, it, it'll kind of fit, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll do that. Arg. Okay, Kimmy. You know, I have a parrot that is, well, I have two, but I actually have the kind that the, uh, you know, the, uh, the old pirates had on the, on the ships, too. I, I won't do that because he swears because of Kimmy. I'm kidding. He does not swear at all. Slade wears one too, right? Who does? Slade. Oh, you're talking about. <laughs> you're talking about somebody from uh, your favorite show, Arrow, aren't you? Mm hmm. Yes, you are correct. Slade Wilson, Deathstroke, does wear one as well. And so does Nick Fury. Yeah. Wow. Quite a few. Uh huh. I have good company coming coming up soon. <laughs> anyway, all right, maybe I'll cosplay as one of them or maybe the pirate. I don't know. It is a Saturday, April 29th, asking Kimmy some questions from the trivia timeline. The timeline has been adjusted. Feel free to shout out your answers to her. We believe in time travel answers. So yell at whatever uh, computing device you're listening to the Riley and Kimmy show on because we are mobile. We are global. Kimmy, uh, we're starting off with this jumbled timeline, something that was not that long ago. So hopefully you have not forgotten. Something that happened on this date, the royal wedding of Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, Prince William and whom were married in London at Westminster Abbey, Kimmy, and what year? Um, Who did Prince William marry? Kate. I will accept that. Can you do the last name, though? Bonus, if you can. Uh-uh. Kate Middleton. And what year? 2014. We'll give you a five. We usually do on when we don't even announce that. That's a default. Yes, you get it within five. It was 2011 that they were married. Next question. Let's see how well you paid attention to the news and the headlines way back when. Matter of fact, you've actually seen a piece of this out at the Hard Rock Cafe in Orlando, Florida. The last time I was out there, they kind of have it hidden, but it is there. The destruction of the Berlin Wall began on this date. Give me the year. We give you a plus minus of one year. 1986? You're way off. It was 1990 that the destruction of the Berlin Wall actually began. And a piece of that is. Remember, we we stood right next to it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't way off. I didn't say 1930. Well, okay. But I have to give it to you. I just realized. We usually, well, I gave you a plus or minus a one. One. Yes, you did. Kimmy, it's on this date, 1770. James Cook arrives in Australia at Botany Bay, which he names. Where would Khan be if he had not named that? Mm-hmm. You know, think about it. Mm-hmm. He, he would not have had a name for his ship. Yeah. No Botany Bay. It was on this date in 1913. Rubber was patented. That's when rubber came to be. The year was 1813. It was on this date, 
1927. There will be a question with this, Kimmy. The year is 1927. Construction of the Spirit of St. Louis aircraft, airplane, was completed for this aviator who would become famous flying this aircraft. Who is the aviator? He would fly from the United States to France nonstop. First person to go solo over the big pond. Lindbergh? Charles Lindbergh, that is correct, Kimmy. I'm, I'm glad you're with us on that. I'm glad you paid attention to your history. It was on this date. By the way, uh, there's reference to that in the movie Sunset Boulevard because Norma Desmond, the last time she hung with the movie director... You, you, you know, you remember him, mm-hmm. Cecil B. DeMille. Mm-hmm. That was the last time they hung together was in Paris when the landing of Lindbergh was there. Hmm. So there is reference to that. And there is newsreels and footage of that. It was a big, big event. So on this date, 1941, the Boston Bees agreed to change their name to the Boston Braves. It was on this date. I thought maybe you'd throw that in there because you're the big sports expert. Mm. It was on this date, 1945, the Nazi death camp Dachau was liberated. 1952, IBM's president at the time informed his company and stockholders that IBM was building the most advanced, most flexible, high-speed computer in the world. The computer was unveiled April 7th of 1953. It was called the IBM 701 Electronic Data Processing Machine. It's probably the size of a house Hmm. or a small mobile home, be my guess. It was big, I'm sure. So on this date, 1954, Ernest Borgnine made his network television debut in Night Visitor. That was on NBC TV. 1960, he was the host of American Bandstand, Kimmy, and he appeared before the U.S. House of Representatives. He testified. He told them that he had never taken payola for the records he featured on his show, American Bandstand. Who is he? Dick Clark. That's right. It was on this date... The year, I I want the year, I'll give you the network. It was on ABC TV, Kimmy, that this show made its its debut. It was a sports-oriented TV show. Tell me the name of the show and give me the year it made its debut. We give you a five-year plus or minus. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. Okay, Kimmy, that's your audio clue. Give me the name of that show. The Wide World of Sports. This is ABC's Wide World of Sports. Yes, you got it. Now, give me the year that made its debut on ABC Network. You have a five-year, plus or minus. Hmm, 1972. You miss it. It was 1961. Whoa. That the wide world of sports. Did that air in your household? Uh-huh. Did you watch it? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I think it was on like a couple of hours after the bandstand, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. American Bandstand. It was on this date, 1968, the musical Hair opened on Broadway. Have you ever seen that? No. All right. You didn't perform in it? No. I know you did some plays and things like that, didn't you? Musicals. No. You danced? No. no. No? Okay. 1974, Phil Donahue, the TV show Donahue, moved to Chicago. It was on this date, this president announced he was releasing edited transcripts of secretly made White House tape recordings 
related to the Watergate scandal. Who is the president? Nixon. That's right. 1974, that happened. It was on this date or tomorrow's date. There's a controversy, Kimmy, a big controversy. It either happened on the 29th or the 30th of April. Uh, unknown. It happened in the year, though. Was, that's the same, 1976. This musician, this is a well, classic story now, climbed the wall of Graceland to meet Elvis Presley, who is the person who will become a pop icon and is a rock icon. Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Did he meet Elvis or not? Would no. That, no. Elvis was not in the house. He had left the building mm-hmm. at the time. It was on this date, Gibby, 1979. This band's single was released. Tell me the name of the band and tell me the name of the single. Here is your audio clue. Okay, Kimmy, tell me the name of the band. Um, Van Halen. That's right. And tell me the name of the hit. Dance the Night Away. That should be Kimmy's song, Dance the Night Away. You dance all, all the time. Uh, yeah, she does. She really, she's a dancer. Yeah, that, that's why. It was on this date, 1980. Black Sabbath began their first tour with Ronnie James Dio as the singer. 1981, Steve Carlton of the Philadelphia Phillies became the first left-handed pitcher in the major leagues to get 3,000 career strikeouts. Staying in baseball, Kimmy, 1985. This person is brought back for the fourth time to the position of manager for the New York Yankees. Who is brought back in 1985? Billy Martin. That's right. So on this date, 1986, Roger Clemens of the Boston Red Sox set a Major League Baseball record by striking out 20 Seattle Mariner batters. So on this date, 1988 in Hollywood, or Hollywood-based, I should say, movie star Burt Reynolds marries... This TV star, who does he marry? Lonnie Anderson. That's right, 1988. It was on this date, 1988. The Baltimore Orioles set a new Major League Baseball record by losing their first 21 games of the season. 1988, Eric Clapton filed for divorce from Patty Boyd. It's on this date, 1992. Paula Abdul marries an actor, Kimmy. Can you tell me the name of the actor that she married? Emilio Estevez? That is correct. They divorced two years later. It was on this date, 1992. Sheena Easton collapses on stage while performing Man of La Mancha. She just drops while performing. It's on this date in 1993. This singer, really known for some big 70s hits, appears as an, well, his animated self appears on... The Simpsons, identify who he is. Here's your audio clue. Don't bother the snakes. Leave all the snakes alone. Ah, yeah. Oh, baby. My darling, I 
Can't get enough of your love, babe. Who is that voice there, Kimmy? Who, who is the Golden Voice? Barry White. That's right, on The Simpsons, 1993. It was 1996, Mr. Wall of Sound. That's what his nickname was, Kimmy. The Wall of Sound is what he created in the recording world. He canceled a recording project with Celine Dion in 1996 due to a lack of contract. Uh, tell me, who had the wall of sound? Phil Spector. That's right. He was going to work with Celine Dion, and then it went kaput. That was in 1996. It was 1998. This lead singer of Aerosmith is injured. Yeah, he injures his knee at a concert in Anchorage, Alaska. Fourteen shows had to be canceled. Who is it? Steven Tyler. That's right. It was on this date, 1999. Tommy Lee announced that he had quit this rock band. To devote time with his new band. Tell me the name of the band he walked away from. Bon Jovi? Motley Crue. Motley Crue. I get them all mixed up. The you, hair bands. Kimmy, you're getting screamed at right now. There's a I know. Big, you know, the looks that kill Motley uh-huh. Crue. Uh, do, do we have to reintroduce you to the world of Bon Jovi? No. All right. It was 2002. Kelsey Grammer and his production company got in a little trouble they were ordered to pay more than two million dollars in unpaid commissions to his former talent agency it was on this day 2003 mr t filed a lawsuit against best buy he claims that the store did not have permission the chain did not have permission to use his likeness in a print ad it was 2004 the oldsmobile ended production the final car was in 2004 kimmy how many years, within 20, had the Oldsmobile been made? Um, 50? 107 years it had been made. Anybody in your family have an Oldsmobile? No. Really? Okay. I Buick. Some, oh, the Buick, yes. I, I think I had some, matter of fact, yeah, I know I had some relatives that had the Oldsmobile. It was a, that was a big boat, too, weren't they, both of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, big boats. Although the latter Oldsmobiles weren't like barges. Some of the older ones were. It was 2008. This person's album was released. Here's one of the hits from it. The single, by the way, that I'm about to give you a sample of was released a month previous, March of 2008, from this album. I want the name of the album, but the artist is the key. Give me the name of the artist. Give me the name of the album if you can. And of course, the name of the single. Let's just make it all kinds of fun. Here's your audio clue. It's brief. I want somebody to speed it up for me and take it down slow. There's enough room for both. Kimmy, can you tell me the name of the artist? Madonna. That's correct. Can you tell me the name of the hit single there? It's got a lot of TikTok in it. <sighs> TikTok. She's working with Justin Timberlake on that one. Right. And it's on my MP3 player. Well, okay, no excuse now. I will give you the name. That's four minutes from what uh, CD, Kimmy? What album is that off of? I don't know. Hard Candy. Okay. And one of the things about that song, Four Minutes, it peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100, giving Madonna her 37th top 10 hit, breaking the record previously held by whom, Kimmy? It was a male performer. Who had the record before Madonna? Michael Jackson? No. One more guess. 
Prince? Elvis. Elvis. Elvis Presley. So on this date, 2015, a baseball game between the Baltimore Orioles and the Chicago White Sox sets the all-time low attendance mark for a Major League Baseball game. That's because zero fans were in attendance for the game. Zero. Reason being, the stadium was officially closed to the public due to the 2015 Baltimore protests. They still went on with the game mm. with nobody there. Mm. I just, that had to be it. I wonder if they did the music stuff and an intermission thing. I'd like to see a tape of that, maybe. Mm. be kind of interesting, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Moving over to celebrity and notable birthdays, Kimmy. We have two very brief audio clues here. I hope we don't have to use both of them. So if you can get it on the first one, that's great. Tell me who this comedian is having a birthday. Television star as well. And tell me how old he is within five years. Here's your audio clue. Are you insane? It's go time. Oh, well, we gave you two clues there. Whoops. Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> that's right. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld having a birthday. How old is Jerry Seinfeld today within five years? Um, 60. He is 63. Next person, Kimmy, born on this date, 1863, died 1951 at the age of 88. He was an American newspaper magnate, newspaper publisher, and he owned radio stations, too, for a period of time. His name is William Randolph Hearst. Now, his life story was main inspiration for what movie, Kimmy? Citizen Kane. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Orson Welles movie, Citizen Kane. Movie I actually got Kimmy to see in the movie theater way back when, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Well, not when it originally came out. Well, well, that was when we were time traveling, Kimmy. We went back. <laughs> yes, we, yes, we did. We went back, and we got front row seats way back when, and, and we saw it when it first played in the theaters. Yes, and then we, we went back or went forward in time. No, but we saw it on a, on a a uh, when it was remastered, and... And was shown at a uh, classic movie theater up in your your former stomping grounds. Mm -hmm. Long, long time ago. That is Citizen Kane. And yes, Orson Welles did base himself on William Randolph Hearst. On the other hand, I, I am the publisher of the Inquirer. As such, it's my duty, and I'll let you in on a little secret. It's also my pleasure to see to it the decent, hardworking people in this community aren't robbed blind by a pack of money-mad pirates. Just because... Haven't anybody to look after their interests. I'll let you in on another little secret, Mr. Thatcher. I think I'm the man to do it, you see. I have money and property. If I don't look after the interests of the underprivileged, maybe somebody else will. Maybe somebody without any money or property. Yes, yes, and that yes. Would money be too and property. Bad. Well, I happened to see your financial statement today, Charles. Oh, did you? Now, tell me honestly, my boy. Don't you think it's rather unwise to continue this philanthropic enterprise... This inquirer that's costing you a million dollars a year? You're right, Mr. Thatcher. I did lose a million dollars last year. I expect to lose a million dollars this year. I expect to lose a million dollars next year. You know, Mr. Thatcher, at the rate of a million dollars a year, I'll have to close this place in 60 years. Yes, yeah, Citizen Kane, if you've never seen that, I strongly recommend that uh, be watched. Correct, Kimmy? Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorites of all time. Next person. Born on this date, 1899, died 1974 at the age of 75, composer, pianist, big band leader, part of swing. He could really tickle the 88s. Here's a sample of him. Let's see if Kimmy can identify who this is. Kimmy. 
Okay, Kimmy, don't be confused with the horn play there. He is a composer of that, but he's also the one playing the piano. It's something he became attached to. This is not really a signature, but he's well known for. Can you tell me who he is? Oh, that's throwing me. I don't know. That is Duke Ellington with oh. Take the A Train from 1941. Your family, I, well, we, we're not sure. We know they used to go to the Coronado Theater in your hometown, and Duke Ellington did play the Coronado Theater. So I'm guessing that they, we think that they probably saw Duke, mm-hmm. Duke play, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not 100%, but we, we're pretty certain, right? Uh-huh. Next person, Kimmy, born on this date in 1909, died at the age of 85 in 1994. It's Tom Yule, an actor. He's uh, His most successful and identifiable role is as Richard Sherman in The Seven Year Itch. You've probably seen that Billy Wilder film, haven't you? With Marilyn Monroe? Mm, I don't think I've ever actually watched wow. it. Wow. We'll have to watch that sometime. It's one of Billy Wilder's. I love Billy Wilder. And he, he did the role originally on, on Broadway from 1952 to 1954 and then took over the role in 1955 with Billy Wilder's Hollywood adaptation. Now, he was also on TV, had his own show called The Tom Ewell Show. If you've seen that, that's remarkable because it probably didn't hit much syndication because it only did one season. Last from 1960 to 1961. But in the 1970s, he appeared, he had a recurring role on a certain cop show, Kimmy. Question for you is, tell me the cop show that he appeared clear up till its conclusion. He he would appear like 36 different episodes. Here is your audio clue. Identify the TV show the moment you can. Um, that would be Beretta. That's right. Kimmy got it right. That's Beretta. He appeared on that. And... That is Tom Ewell. Next person, Kimmy Richard Carlson, born 1912, died 1977 at the age of 65. He was an actor, director, screenwriter. Uh, One of the things he did was Behind Locked Doors and the amazing Mr. X in 1948. He was cast in several B movies, including 3D films like The Maze in 1953, The Magnetic Monster in 1953. It came from outer space. It's kind of cool. From 1953, you've never seen that one, have you? Mm, I don't think so. We're going to have to have you do that. And he starred in the 1954 film The Creature from the Black Lagoon with Julie Adams. You know, he goes and rescues her and stuff. Mm. And he was in that. And he also was in the uh, director's chair for the 1954 science fiction film Writers to the Stars, which he started to. He did a ton of those films. That's Richard Carlson, uh, 1912. Died 1977 at the age of 65. Born on this date. Probably catch him maybe sometime on uh, Me TV on uh, Svengoolie, I would have a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Next person, Kimmy, on that uh, birthday list, tell me how old this person is once you identify who it is. We have a number one song from him. The year is 1982. This was number one on the country charts and number five on the top 100. Hundred pop charts. Tell me who this is. If I made you feel second best, girl, I'm sorry I was blind. You were always on my mind. You were always on my mind. Who is the birthday person, Kimmy? Willie Nelson. Yes. Now the question for you with a five-year buffer. How old is Willie today? 86. You get it within five. He is 84 today. 
Next person, birthday person. Uh, he's known really for one role, best known for a role that he played on Three's Company. He played Larry. Remember the next door neighbor, Larry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Larry Dallas was his full name. Can you tell me the name of that actor that played Larry? The <laughs> yeah. annoying, the annoying neighbor. I at least call him annoying. The annoying scheming neighbor. <laughs> no. no, that's Richard Klein having a birthday today. He is seventy-three. Next person, musician having a birthday, Kimmy. See if you can identify who it is. Here is one of the songs he had, a number one hit from nineteen sixty-six. His name was part of the group. It was his name. And the group, okay? Here is your first audio clue. My baby does the hanky pain. I'm proving Kimmy never listened to the oldie stations I worked at. She has no clue who that is, I have a feeling, right? Mm-mm. All right, Kimmy, we're going to move to clue number two, song that had been uh, released as a hit, a cover by somebody else, uh, I think back in the 1980s, half, you know, it was in the 80s. Identify who the original recording artist is. That's a person having a birthday. From 1968, this was number one on the Pop 100. Uh... Okay, Kimmy, Crimson and Clover, number one song, 1968 for this person. Who is the birthday person? Donovan? No, that's an interesting guess, though. I, I, I actually compliment you on that. I commend you on that because uh, that, that you're able to even pull him up. That's good. That's guy did Metal Yellow and Sunshine Superman. Mm. Um, it's Tommy James and Tommy James and the Shondells. He also did Mooney Mooney, had as a number one hit, which would be redone or covered by Billy Idol. And... Crimson and Clover became a hit in the 80s for whom? Um, I don't know. Cover for and hit for Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Moving over to somebody else born on this date in history, moving to the sports section. Dale Earnhardt, born on this date, senior, born 1951, died at the age of 49 in Daytona Beach, Florida. Kimmy, give me the year that he passed away. 2003? 2001. We give it to you within five. Next person, actress having a birthday, best known for a role on a, well, a certain sci-fi adventure kind of show. Here is your audio clue. Identify the TV show, and then we'll work on who the birthday person is. Okay, Kimmy, can you tell me the name of that TV show? Science fiction based? It's one of the Star Treks. Yes, that's true. Now, this person played the captain of a, of a certain vessel on this series. Can you tell me the name of the series? Because it has the name of the ship as a part of the title. She was commander of... She played Captain Catherine Janeway. Kate Mulgrew? 
of the Starship Voyager. Answering that question first, then we're going to move on to who's having the birthday. Uh, yes, Kimmy, it is Kate Mulgrew having a birthday today. How old is a person born really close to your hometown area? Kind of close. She was born in the Iowa area. Dubuque. Can you tell me how old she is today within five years? 62. All right. How did you know that? Really? Yes, you got that exactly right. Hmm. You got that exact. I mean, you are... You are exactly right on that. And one of the wild things is one of my uh, former colleagues uh, in broadcasting, many, I mean, I haven't been around this person a long time, but he went to high school with her and they were, well, they were a couple. Mm. And, they saw, and yes, it was legit. He, he spoke very highly of her. Mm. Moving over to an actor having a birthday. He played Lincoln in the movie Lincoln in 2012, the Spielberg film. His name is Daniel Day-Lewis. Kimmy, how old is he today within five? Um, 50. Do you know who he is? Mm, kind of. Well, kind of. We're going to be nice to you. We'll, we'll, we won't hold you to that one. We'll forget we even asked it. He is 60 today. Next person, Kimmy, she played Catwoman in Batman Returns in 1992. Who is she? Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, and how old is Michelle Pfeiffer today within five? Mm, 58. You're confident with that? Mm-hmm. You are almost right there. She is 59 today, so you get that one. Okay. Next person, television actress. That's what she's really known for. Here is your audio clue. Tell me who it is. The character she played, if you can do it, TV show, that thing. And then tell me how old she is now. Here's your audio clue. Well, all I hear all day long at school is how great Marsha did this or how wonderful Marsha did that. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Kimmy, tell me the name of the character there. Jan Brady. Yes. TV show. Brady Bunch. Oh, we're on a roll here. Tell me the name of the actress who played Jan Brady. Eve Plum. Ooh, you did pay attention to those opening credits and closing credits. How old is Eve Plum today within five? Fifty-six. Mm, you get it within five. She is 59 today. <laughs> Moving to the world of music, Carrie Wilson of Wilson Phillips fame having a birthday. How old is she within five? Um, 51. She's 49 today. Next person. World of acting. Are, are you paying attention? Mm hmm Hailed as Quentin Tarantino's muse, she played the main role in both Kill Bill films, and she played in Pulp Fiction. Who is she? Uma Thurman. How old is Uma today, within five? 51. She's 47. And tell me the name of the villain she played in Batman and Robin in 1997. Poison Ivy. She's actually the one thing that gets positive reviews about that film. That is considered by many to be the worst Big-budgeted film ever made. Mm. And she gets positives around her. Hmm. I don't ever want to see that movie again. <laughs> and I'm mm -hmm. a Batman freak, you know? Uh, yeah. Moving over to another section of trivia. I see dead people. It is Notable Deaths. Kimmy, this person passed away 1980, died at the age of 80. Movie director... Did more than 50 feature films in a career that spanned six decades. He had a TV show. Here's the theme of the TV show. Tell me the name of the TV show and you tell me who the mystery person is. 
Okay, I have a feeling Kimmy can do this. Kimmy, tell me who the mystery person is. Alfred Hitchcock. That's right, Alfred Hitchcock. Another person passed away on this date in history, 2014. Bob Hoskins passed away. He was the actor, the guy who uh, played the detective and dealt with Roger Rabbit and who framed Roger Rabbit. You remember him? Mm-hmm. He died from pneumonia at the age of 71. Kimmy, I think you did a great job with this Saturday edition of Trivia. We're going to go back in time and focus on something from trivia with the golden age of radio. Radio was new. Radio, someone still And going back in time to the golden age of radio, I thought we'd focus on one of Alfred Hitchcock's productions that went to golden age of radio. That's right. Not the audio from the film. They actually redid the the thing as a radio production, and it does have the star from the film. Now, the movie is Shadow of a Doubt that they did a radio production of. You remember Shadow of a Doubt, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Charlie, the girl, remember, and her uncle, mm. who has the questionable past. Well, you don't know he does at first, but she kind of figures out something's not right, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Shadow of a Doubt. It's an excellent version for the golden age of radio. The star is Joseph Cotton. It's an excellent production, going back in time, in honor of Alfred Hitchcock. Here is Shadow of a Doubt on The Riley and Kimmy Show. This is the story of a weary traveler who had journeyed far, peered into the dark corners of life, and with the breath of phantoms on his neck, shook off pursuit for a few days and sought refuge in the only light-filled bit of the world he had saved to hide in, the placid home of his next of kin. Here, at least, he can relax, for here he is of the nobility, salt of the earth, the proverbial wealthy and mysterious Uncle Charlie. It wasn't the biggest yacht in the world, but it had a nice little fireplace in the library, and the bar was paneled in bleached mahogany. You pressed the button, and... (laughs) What am I talking about? All that's over. Let's talk about you, my beautiful niece and namesake, Charlie. That's the prettiest dress I ever saw. (laughs) I think so, too, Uncle Charlie. Charles, don't you remember? Remember? Remember what? Well, Uncle Charlie, you sent it to me. <laughs> I did? Don't you remember? Of course, I, I've grown. I had to sort of fix it. Oh, say, I've been forgetting something all this time. Here. I've been saving these under my chair. For you, Joe, a little present. Oh, yeah. you didn't have to think of me, Charles. Oh. <laughs> Presents are all right for the children. <laughs> Ooh, look at this beautiful wristwatch. Say, fellas at the bank will think I'm quite a sport. Huh? Oh, Charles. Charles, how beautiful. Silver foxes for you, Emmy. Oh, oh I, I've wanted one all my life. Oh, Charles, you are the kindest brother in the world. Oh, nonsense, <laughs> Emmy. I can afford it. I get more pleasure out of giving than receiving. And now, these, Emmy. These miniatures of our mother and father. Charles, did you have these all along? All along. All these years I've been away, safe in a deposit box, stored away safe, no matter where I was. Grandpa and Grandma? Yes. 1888, 58 years ago. My, she was pretty and and he is sweet. Everyone was pretty and sweet then, Charlie. The whole world, a wonderful world. Not like the world today. It was great to be young then. 
But we're happy now, Uncle Charlie. Look at us. For once, we're we're all happy at the same time. And now, for your little present, Charlie. No. No, I don't want anything. Right now, I have enough. Before you came, I didn't think I had anything. But now, now I don't want another thing. No, what could be the matter with her? Oh, she's all right. Just excited. I'll go into the kitchen with her. She'll like this when she sees it. Yes, I'll see. Why did you follow me? I meant it. Please don't give me anything, Uncle Charlie. Nothing? I, I can't explain. You came here and Mother's happy and, and I'm glad she named me after you and that she thinks we're both alike. I think we are, too. I know it. It would spoil things if you gave me anything. <laughs> You're a strange girl, Charlie. Why would it spoil things? Because we're, we're not just an uncle and a niece. There's something else. I know you. I know that, that you don't tell people a lot of things. I don't either. I have a feeling that inside you somewhere there's something... something nobody knows. Something nobody knows? Something secret and wonderful and... Well, I'll find out. Well, it's not good to find out too much, Charlie. But but we're kind of like twins, don't you see? We, we have to know. Now give me a hand. No, no, the, the other finger. Now. Thank you. But you haven't even looked at the ring. I don't have to look at it. No matter what you gave me, it'd be the same. <laughs> Here, now, let me show it to you. It's a good emerald. A really good one. And good emeralds are the most beautiful things in the world. Well, well, you've had something engraved on it. I haven't, but I will if you'd like me to. But you have, Uncle Charlie. You have it. It's very faint. It, it, it's way down under the stone. T.S. from... from B.M. Well, that must be someone's initial. The jeweler rooked me. The jeweler rooked oh, me. Oh, it doesn't matter, really. It doesn't. He rooked me this second hand. He rooked me. The whole world is crooked. The whole rock. But I like world. it this way. Someone else was probably happy with the ring. It's not rotten. Not where you and I are. And, and Mother and, and the rest of it. Here. Give it back to me. I'll have that taken off. No. No, it's perfect the way it is. Now, you bring the coffee and, and we'll surprise them with perfect service. Well, Charles, you just sit here and relax. Oh, thank you, Emmy. It's wonderful to be comfortable again. There's the evening paper. Yeah. Make yourself comfy. Joe's gone to bed. Didn't he read it? No, he was too tired from all the excitement of you and the presents and everything. Oh. None of us have even had a chance to even peek at the news. <laughs> Lordy, untuck it up, too. You go on to bed, Emmy. I just want to sit here and smoke and read and soak up the feeling of home. Oh, it's wonderful seeing you here, relaxed, <laughs> home with your own. Well, good night, Charles. Good night, Emmy. Uncle Charlie. Oh, oh, uh, hello. What's the matter? <laughs> Nothing. I just saw something in the paper that interested me, so I tore it out. Oh. Well, um, I brought you a pitcher of cold water. Mom said you wanted it. Oh, thank you, Charlie. You're very thoughtful. Sweet dreams. Uncle Charlie. Oh. I know something. I know a secret that you don't think I know. <laughs> what secret? I know that there was something in that evening paper about you. About me? In the evening paper? About you. Please show it to me. I won't tell us so. Oh, Charlie, you have me. But it wasn't about me. It was about some people I used to know. Well, let me see. There, now I've got the clipping and I'll prove it. Oh, you, oh, give me that. It's none of your business. Uncle Charlie, you're hurting me. Your hand. Oh, Charlie. I... I didn't mean to. It. I, I must have grabbed you hotter than I thought. I, I, I was just fooling about it. 
It was just some gossip, not too pretty, about someone I met up with once. Nothing for you to read. You forget it. I, I am sorry, Uncle Charlie. I was only trying to tease you. I know. <laughs> I know. Good night, Uncle Charlie. Good night. Good night. And pleasant dreams. Good morning, Emmy. I can't face the world without some hot coffee. Well, I don't mind coddling you your first morning. While you've been sleeping, the whole town's talking about you. About me? About you. The telephone's never stopped. Everybody wants to meet my favorite brother. Where's young Charlie? Oh, he's buzzing around the house as though she'd lost her mind. You see, you're not the only celebrity in town. The whole Newton family's going to be in the limelight. <laughs> what are you all up to? Well, a young man came here this morning. Said his name was Graham. He wants to interview everybody in the house. Interview everybody? Yes, it, it's kind of poor. It's called the National Public Survey. How did he happen to pick this family? He wanted a typical American family. Uh, when do I happen to come here? <laughs> That's what I asked him. What'd he say? Oh, he said they looked around all over and finally decided on us. Well, if he's going to ask a lot of questions, he can leave me out of it. Why, you have more to tell than any of us. He's going to take our pictures, too. Pictures? Yes. You see, there were really two young men. One takes the pictures. Oh, there were two of them. Yes. Very, very nice young men. One of them is really very handsome. Well, Charles, it certainly looks like the Newtons are going to be real famous. Emmy, where's young Charlie? Oh, she went off someplace, Charles. I think she's having a sandwich down the corner with one of the young men who was here today taking pictures. Mercy, they were particular. I bet I had to break two dozen eggs in mixing that cake so they could get just the right picture. Uh, why did she go with that young man? Well, to tell the truth, Charles, I... I think she's peeved at you. Oh, really? Why? Well, she said that when they were taking pictures of the upstairs today, one of them happened to take your picture as you came up the stairs and... You made him give you the film. So I did. Uh, invasion of privacy, my dear. I, I won't tolerate such goings-on. How do we know what those young men would do with those pictures? Mercy me, Charles. I'm sure I don't know. But you're so much smarter than we are. If you say they can't take pictures, they just can't, that's all. I don't all. like young Charlie talking to those men. There's, there's something about them I don't quite like. I... I'll have to have a talk with her when she gets back. Tell her I want to see her, Amy. I want to see her the minute she comes in. I know now, Jack Graham, what you really are. You're a detective. There's something the matter, and you're a detective. Charlie, listen. I don't want to listen. You pretended to be making a survey. You fooled us all. You've got to listen. You've got to trust me. Why should I when you lied to me? I had to. You've just got to believe. We came here to find a man. I hadn't counted on your mother and your family. Find a man? What man? There's a man loose in this country. We're after him. We don't know much about him. We, we don't even know what he looks like. Charlie, think. How much do you know about your uncle? Well, he's my uncle. He, he's my mother's brother. What has he done? I can't tell you what he's done. We're after one man. Your uncle may be that man. We've followed him. We think he is. But in the East, there's another man who's being hunted, too. Hunted through Massachusetts and into Maine. He may be the man. Uncle Charles hasn't done anything. 
He knows it would kill my mother if he'd done anything. Oh, why don't you arrest that man in Maine? Why don't you go away and leave us alone? Oh, Charlie, when we were eating tonight, talking about your folks and mine, what we'd done and how we felt, we were like two ordinary people, weren't we? You liked me, I know you did. And I liked you. That doesn't matter now. It does matter. But if it is your Uncle Charlie, I'm going to catch up with him. And you've got to keep your mouth shut. Because you're an honest girl and you know you'll help me. I wouldn't help you, I... Please, please, Charlie. If your Uncle Charlie, the man we want, we'll get him out of town quietly. We won't arrest him here. You see, I like you, Charlie. All right, I... I won't say anything, but... But I'm going to prove you're wrong. I'm going to prove it right now. Charlie! Charlie Newton. Hold on there, young lady. Wait for the light. I'm sorry, officer. I'm, I'm trying to get to the library before nine o'clock. All right, now. Mind your step and go ahead. Really, Charlie, you know as well as I do that this library closes at nine. I'm terribly sorry, Miss Cochran, but there, there's something in the newspaper I've got to see. Yeah, since you're in, you're in. You have just two minutes. Oh, oh please make it be here. Make it be as Uncle Charlie says about, about somebody else. Oh. Boston, February 8th. Search for the... The Mary Widow murderer continues. No photograph of the suspected man has ever been obtained. His victims have... Have uniformly been widows of large means, living in, in resort hotels, and, and this fact has led to his being called a merry widow murderer. His last victim was, was Mrs. Byron Mansfield, the former Thelma Scott. The ring. T.S. from B.M. Time to go, Charlie. Please, I'm tired after a hard day on my feet. All right. All right, then. Thank you. No. No. Not my uncle, Charlie. Not... I've been waiting for you, Charlie. Waiting and waiting and waiting. Come, child. No. No. Come and take me by the hand. Soft and dark. And the moon is set. And honest people turn down their lamps and make ready for the night. Oh, you think you found me out, you and your young friend, Graham? I don't know. I'm not going to tell him what I know. He may find out, but, but I won't tell him. He won't find out. I'm only asking you one thing. Just go away and leave us alone. No. Charlie, will you help me? Help you? Charlie, the same blood flows through our veins. A week ago, I was at the end of my rope. I'm so tired, Charlie. There's an end to the amount of running a man can do. And this is my last chance. Give it to me. 
There's another man in the East. They suspect him, too, if they catch him. Give me this one last chance, Charlie. Take your... your chance and go. No, I'll go. I'll go, Charlie. If you'll just give me a couple of days, help me, Charlie. I'm... I'm your uncle. Think of your mother. It would kill your mother. Yes, it would kill my mother. It would kill you, too, wouldn't it, Uncle Charlie? Now go on. Get away from here. You can have your few days. You realize what it means if they get me. The electric chair. I count on you. Don't forget you said it yourself. We are not any ordinary uncle and niece. No matter what I've done, we are twins. Go in now. And sleep. Sleep and pleasant dreams, beautiful Charlie. Let's go in the garage. I've got to talk to you. Yes, Jack. I don't know how it happened, but it did. They tracked down the other man. In in trying to run away at the airport in Boston, he backed into the propeller of a plane that was warming up. Well, the heat's off your uncle. Uncle Charlie's innocent? Aren't you happy? Of course I am. Well, they've called us off the job. We're leaving. I knew you'd have to go away, but, but I hadn't thought about it. I'll be alone again. I'll be back, Charlie, as soon as I can make it. You're not frightened now, are you, Charlie? No. I love you. Do you, Jack? That's why I'm coming back. I'll be here. Waiting. Hal! What if you two been locking yourselves in the garage for? When I was young, we sat in the parlor. Hello, <laughs> I... I was saying goodbye to Charlie. In the garage? In the garage. The door got stuck. Now I'll have to say goodbye to you. Well, say goodbye to me on the lawn. No use taking chances on that garage door again. Finished here? All finished. But I'll be back. You'll be seeing me around. Oh? Not on business. Oh, I see. Well, Charlie's the fine girl. She's the thing I love most in the world. Have a good trip, Mr. Graham. And uh, <laughs> don't take any more pictures without permission. Rights of man, you know. Uh, freedom. We'll have a talk about freedom someday, Mr. Oakley. I'll be running along now. i better say goodbye to your mother, Charlie. You coming, sir? Oh, no, no. I'd better see if I can fix that garage door. Well, folks, before we go to the women's club this evening, I'm going to tell you what I intend to say. I've been doing a lot of thinking, and I've come to a lot of conclusions. There's another thing I'd like to do, and I'm going to ask you, to Emmett, to help me. I'd like to do something for the town here. Something for the children's hospital. Oh, Charles. Something in memory of our father and mother. Something fine and good. By George. That's wonderful of you, Charles. Charles, I know how you feel about children who've been hurt because you were so terribly hurt yourself once. It's a miracle you're all right now. You might have been crippled for life. I know. I know how you feel about children. Well, sir, this is the finest thing I ever heard of. Wait till you hear about this tonight. We'd better be going. Mercy, where are we all going to sit? Mother, Mother, Uncle Charles can sit in the back with Papa, and, and Roger and Ann will fit in perfectly well beside them. Oh, nonsense. I'm getting a cab. You all go in the cab, and Charlie and I will go in the other car alone. No, no, you go in the taxi, Uncle Charles. Uh, no, no, I know what I'm doing now. There's the cab waiting. You go get the car in the garage, Charlie. I'll wait for you. Mother, Mother, please ride with me. Papa can take the children, please. Well, get the car. We'll figure it out when we get out in the street. All right. Well, I guess we might as well sit down and wait till Charlie drives around. (laughs) 
The more I see that girl, the more I seem to love her. I wonder what's keeping Charlie. Yeah, she's been gone 15 minutes. What in the world could have happened? What is it? You better all come quick. I heard someone screaming and pounding on your garage door. There's fumes coming out. I think it's Charlie. Keep back, everybody. Keep back, Joe. Here. Here, I'll put her on the grass. Now get that flask of whiskey out of my room, Joe. Run. Charlie. Charlie, dear Charlie. Barely speak. Charlie, Charlie, speak to me. Get away, Uncle Charlie. Get away. She wants you, Emmy. I'm here, my darling. Mother is here. I, I'm all right. Just, just let me know. Here. Here. There. there you are, Charlie. You've had a wonderful, wonderful escape, dear. Someone must have left the engine running. Or, or did you start the car yourself? The ignition key was gone and the engine was running. And the garage doors were jammed. Oh, now, that sounds impossible, but it... Must be the carbon monoxide fumes clouding her brain. Uh, I'll be all right. I just want to be alone. You all go ahead to the meeting. I should say I no. want you to. I'll stay in the porch, and then I'll get the things ready for the party when you get there. Well, I don't feel much like making a speech when when I think what might have happened to you. Lucky if... thing I have good ears. My goodness, she might have died. Yes, she might have died. Go ahead. I'll be all right. I, I insist on it now. Go on. Go right now. Well, I guess we'd better humor the patient. Uh, come on, folks. The taxi is waiting, and... I'm sure dear Charlie will be good as new when we get back. All right, let's go. Hello? Hello, long distance? I want to speak to Mr. Jack Graham, Hotel California in Fresno. Oh, hurry, operator, please. It's, It's urgent, so urgent. Just a minute, folks. I'd like to propose a toast to our distinguished visitor who made the finest speech tonight ever heard in these parts. To Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie. Thank you. Now, I give you a toast to this beautiful village and its beautiful people. This haven, this place I would rather call home than any place in the world. The place I intend to... Charlie, my child, you're white as a ghost. I'm all right, Mother. I'm sorry, Uncle Charlie. You were saying that you'd rather live here than any other place in the world. And yet you must leave. You must leave tomorrow. Forever. Charlie, you let the cat out of the bag. Uh, I was saving the bad news until last. I I didn't want to spoil your fun, Emmy, dear, but I got a letter today. I have to leave on the early morning train for San Francisco. Oh, no, Charles. But, uh, no. I'm, I'm going to miss you, Emmy. I'm going to miss you all. The train is going to start and I'll have to get off, Uncle Charlie. But I wanted to tell you, Jack Graham is on this train waiting for it to reach the next town, and then then he's arrested. My dear girl. Wait. You know what I know about you, don't you, Uncle Charlie? You're a murderer, Uncle Charlie, and you... You tried to murder me. Wait, Charlie. Let go now of wait. me. Let go you of me. You did a fine thing for your mother. 
You were right not to let her know. After all, she's not very strong. The train is really going. I, I don't think I can... Yes, it's really going. And now I'll open this vestibule door. Wait. Just a little faster. You're mad. You're a madman. Just man. a little faster. A little faster. I want to be sure this time, my dear. Let me go. Let me sure. go. Now, now there's another train coming the other way. If you are still alive, you hit the tracks. Well, so long, Charlie. My twin. No, no, you can't. Go, no, no. Jackie. Yes, darling. He tried to push me. Yes. And then you called him. And he fell under that other train. Jack. My Uncle Charlie. He's gone. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy show. We feature old time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R I L E Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.